Hey, what's up? This is Jordan Morrison with episode 45 of It Is What It Is. And I forgot how much I love getting my hair cut. There's something special about it. You know, you feel a little bit more fresh and presentable. And I'm, I'm kind of digging it, you know, like the girl who cut my hair was a kind of an interesting story. She wasn't all that confident in like what I wanted for a cut when I went in. She works at a salon and I got like randomly paired with her by the salon. And she was just like, hey, I don't usually do men's cuts anymore. Like, I'm not really sure if you want me to cut your hair. And I was like, hey, look, I'm looking to donate my hair. And like, however you cut it is going to be dope with me. So she gave me, you know, this, uh, this modern mullet that I was that I was asking for. And I think I think she did a good job. I want to give her a little shout out. I really do appreciate her. She's very sweet, very kind. And she hooked me up. She, you know, she did a good job. So shout out to uh, Nicole. Really appreciate you. But yeah, there, there's something special about a haircut. There's something magic in it. And me and my boy, we used to say back in the day when we would get our haircut together, that when we get your haircut, you know, you got to go out that same night because there's something about a fresh cut, you know, a fresh little fade that puts magic in the air. And it's like, it's like pheromones kind of like women like smell good. They look good. But like when men got a fresh cut, it's like a cheat code, really. So go out the night that you get a fresh cut because there's no telling what will happen. And that's exactly what I did. I went out the night that I got my hair cut and uh, I went to a little bar on Demumbrian. And what happened, you wouldn't even believe, like straight up. I can't even really tell the whole story because this is a family podcast. We keep it PG-13. And what happened was not PG-13, wasn't even, it shouldn't even have been a, a, a like a, a feature film at the movie. It was past rated R. I guess they call that X, but it was just unhinged. It was crazy behavior. And the culprit was tequila. Tequila really has never made any situation better. And shots of tequila have never made the situation better. I have been drinking tequila for a hot minute for like two summers in a row. I've been off that Don Julio. And it has only made situations more hectic, more chaotic. And what happened on, on Saturday night was exactly that. It was hectic, chaotic. I meet a nice young lady. We have a few laughs, we have a few drinks get to know each other. We're like, Hey, you know what? Let's take this back. And, and, uh, and let's see, let's see if we continue getting along. So we decided to take it to a little quieter area. You could call it an apartment, call it whatever you want. But the night went downhill from there, like in a very extreme way. This girl continued to take tequila shots and I'm over here just like looking for one compliment on my hair and she's just too busy down in tequila and smoking weed. And no, hey, I love that energy. I've been about that energy for a long time. But she got so gone that I had to call 911. Have you ever had to call 911 just to get away from a girl? 
because I had to call 911 and that shit is insane. It's the first time I ever felt like my tax money was going to something beneficial for me. And it was so that I could get away from, from a crazy drunk, drunk chick. Isn't that wild? The first time I felt like my tax money did something for me was when I had to call about a feral human being. She was crazy. And I hope she sees this because you need help. You need a whole team of psychiatrists, my girl. Please find God and find help. But that's what a, a fresh cut will do. A fresh cut will turn a chick feral. It'll, it'll, it, it'll do that. I think tequila will do that too. But she was, uh, she was not all there. She's missing a screw or two. Cute girl, funny, really, really cool. Um, good jokes, good bar banter. Her friends seemed sweet and everything. Like she had a good job. Everything checked out, but but her when she like she checked out. Like lights were on, nobody was home, and I had to do my due diligence as an upstanding citizen. I had to make sure that she got the proper care she needed. And I hope she did. So that is the uh, this is the gift and the curse with a haircut. But I'm feeling good. I'm glad. I'm glad I got my haircut. I was stoked to donate the hair, and that's something that I'm really proud of. I started growing my hair out so I could donate it in honor of a friend of mine, Ryan Teixeira. Uh Before he passed, he started 17 Strong, and I know that there's been a handful of people who have donated their hair in the name of Ryan Teixeira and 17 Strong which I think is awesome and it's something I wanted to do. And my grandmother, she recently passed away. And the last time I saw her actually, she was, uh, she was struggling with dementia, but she asked me maybe like 16 times, she said, so tell me how you get your hair so curly. And I would tell her, you know, this is just my hair, you know, I get out of the shower, dry it off and, and uh, it's curly. And then a minute later, she asked me, so tell me, how did you get your hair curly like that? And she did it like 16 times and, and it was really cute. But even when, like, I remember being a young kid and she would say all the time, like, you're so lucky you have like beautiful curly hair. You don't have to do anything to it because she would put like curlers in her hair at night. And, uh, and she would always talk about my hair. So, um, with my grandma passing recently, I wanted to donate my hair in her honor as well. So, um, really love that, uh, that I got to think of Ryan Teixeira and my grandmother while I donated my hair, um, definitely donated it, donated it in, in the honor of, of Ryan Teixeira and my grandmother, Vola Brando. So that was a really cool thing that happened this weekend. And I'm, I'm very fortunate for that. And I'm stoked donating it to wigs for kids. I'm hoping uh, that somebody will enjoy having my hair. I enjoyed having it the last two years. I'm going to miss it. I can definitely tell that I do miss it. I'm bummed, but like it was the right thing. And I hope that uh, I hope that it puts a smile on somebody's face. So that uh, that's the update on the on the hair. That's the update on cutting it and how everything went down. The gift and the curse, all that, all that noise. And after this weekend, taking a a hard look at my performance this weekend and seeing that sloppy performance by that uh 
that kind young Nashville woman, it really got the the wheels turning in my head about getting sober. Some of you know that I've done a year sober before and it was incredible. It was the best year of my life, most productive, most successful year of my life. And you think I would just be sober. You think that would just be easy. But there's just something inside of me that enjoys getting a little fucked up. I don't like, I hate to say it. If somebody could explain the psychology to me, like why do I like drinking and drugs? Like what is it about me that enjoys that? Because I hate being hungover. I hate like how your emotions are just like flip flopping. I hate that like you get anxiety and like there's no benefit to it other than I just enjoy being like a little silly goose when I'm under the influence, you know? And if that's the thing, if I have the silly goose gene, maybe that's the thing. But if there's any like professional psychologists out there that can tell me why I like drinking one too many Miller lights and then smoking weed, like somebody tell me, what is it? Why can't I just stop? Because I know it's not, I know it's not for the best. I know I, I know I, I do better sober. I know that I like myself better sober. I know I'd rather be sober, but why? And for, for anyone worried, I am sober right now. So that's a huge win. It really is. Huge win. I, I was thinking earlier this week, a huge win is not having to wear masks. A huge win is not having to wear masks ever, anywhere, anywhere you go, because I am from California and those losers love to wear masks out there. It's part of the reason I left that state is because so many people were all about wearing masks. And the interesting thing is that although people loved to wear masks during COVID and they love to tell other people to wear masks, I don't see them wearing masks anymore. So what is it? Do they just not care about the people they're killing anymore? Have not enough people died of COVID or pneumonia or the flu that they don't want to wear masks? Is it too inconvenient now for them to continue wearing masks and to harass me to wear masks? What is it with you former maskers? Don't think we forgot. I didn't forget because you guys had such aggressive energy and now you don't wear masks. So make it make sense. Is it the science? Did the science change? I really don't understand it. I never will. And I never, never wanted to wear a mask. I was all about not wearing a mask, getting kicked out of Costco, not wearing a mask on a flight, getting reprimanded. I was all about not wearing masks. But y'all, for some reason, wanted me to wear a mask and you wanted to wear a mask, but I don't see it anymore. So what changed? Keep that same energy. Come at me 100, come at me correct. I want to know which one of y'all idiots aren't wearing your mask anymore because it doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. And you better stay on top of your COVID shots. I don't care if you get some Bell's palsy or some syndrome or like whatever. Keep getting your shots. Because I haven't, and I'm feeling great. I don't know about y'all, because you ain't wearing your masks. And if you slip up on that, it's going to make me think you also slipped up 
on your COVID shots. So don't fall back now. Keep that same energy. I, I always said like, hey, I'm not going to change my lifestyle if one person died, if a million people died. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a choose for me. I'm going to do me. So all y'all that said like, oh, people are dying. Wear your mask. Why aren't you wearing your mask now? Doesn't make sense. So, like I said, huge win that we don't have to wear masks anymore. Do you remember that time in history? All of us wearing masks. That was just insane. All of us on a plane wearing a mask. We're breathing the same air. Standing in line six feet apart. What good that did. Those stupid masks. More turtles probably died from the masks that ended up in the ocean than lives y'all saved wearing those stupid masks. That I, I firmly believe. So yeah, I could go all day on, on the dumb logic that 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 y'all had. I can't even say liberals because there was like conservative states and, and conservative friends of mine that were like standing on that business, ready to wear their mask. So it was just... Uh, a stupid time in human history. So I don't know what side you fell on, but I hope you, you fell on the, on the right side. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, that was masks and it was a crazy time to be alive. Even today it's a, it's a crazy time to be alive. And when I'm, for example, hinge is a crazy place to be. It's crazy to be on hinge. And you got to kind of be a little unhinged to be on hinge. And when I'm on hinge, there are some immediate no's. Like if I see a girl wearing a mask in one of her pictures, immediate no. If I see that she has her pronouns in her bio, immediate no. Blue hair, immediate no. Liberal, I'll think about it. Got the answer. It's a no has kids. It's a no. Um, what are some other immediate no's on hinge? Yeah, I think I nailed them all. Pronouns, blue hair, liberal, has kids. I'm sure y'all are great people, but it's just a no from me. Doesn't make me correct. Doesn't make me wrong. Doesn't make me good or bad, but this is just a no from me. You know what I'm saying? Personal preference. There's another one, but I can't say it. So if you know me, you know what it is. Um, and, and, and dating, dating in general, it's hard. I say it all the time. Dating is, is so tough, but you just got to keep trying, you know, you really do. And for you girls out there, I want to give you some, some information about a man and, and his life. In every man's life, there is a woman that he wants to date. Does that make sense? In every man's life, there's a woman that he really wants to date, but she doesn't want to date him unless he's in a relationship. If that man is in a relationship, all of a sudden, that girl comes out of the woodwork and she starts showing him attention, starts ending up in his DMs, a couple texts. But it's only when he's in a relationship. And I have one of those girls in my life. And her name is 
<laughs> you thought, I, there's no way I would ever say that name. Not, there's no way. But I do have that person in my life. And I hope she sees this because I really do have a crush on you, baby. Hit me up. And I'd be trying. I'd be like, when I'm single, I'd be hitting her up. I'd be doing sweet stuff. But only when I'm in a relationship do I ever hear from her. And that's tough. It's brutal. Got me questioning my life and shit. Either be in it or don't. Know what I'm saying? It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Um, what else did I do this weekend? What else did I think of? What else happened? Um, you should, what you really should do right now is you should text your best friend and tell them that you're proud of them. Like whatever they've been doing, whatever they've been working on, if they've been doing it well or they have been screwing up or whatever, text your best friend or text any number of your friends. Tell them that, uh, that you're proud of them. So I'm going to take a moment to ramble off some people that I'm proud of. Keanu, Justin, Stefan, my mom, my uncle Doug, my cousin Landon, my cousin Parker, my cousin Ren, my cousin Dylan, his wife Brittany, my buddy Monty, my friend Nate, my good old pal. I, I don't know. I think that's it. That's everybody I know. I was hoping there was one more there. But I think that's it. Yeah. Um, voice memos, voice texts are way better than texting. Like hearing somebody's voice is so much better than texting. There's so much more sexual tension in voice memos than texting. Because you can hear the person like laugh and giggle and like you could do the same or you can say something with a certain tone or like add emphasis to a word and it just doesn't compare. It is the best form of communication. Send me voice memos all day. You want me in love with you? Send me a voice memo. That easy. That easy. And it could be silly. It doesn't even need to like be about anything. But when a girl sends me a voice memo, that shit does something for me. I tell you what. And sometimes I save the ones that really do something for me. Yeah, voice memos. Just keep sending them. Keep doing it. It's hot. I'm here for it. I'm about it. Um, but I think that's it. I think, I think it's been, it's been a tough one. It was tough getting here to this, to this episode. It's been a, it's been a weird couple of days. Like I said, I, I probably just need to get sober. I have no idea. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to do it right. I turned 30 in like two weeks or something like that, 10 days. So that, that could be it too. Like I could just be like, or maybe I miss my hair. I don't know. But if someone knows what's going on, help me figure this out. It's tough out here, bro. These hoes ain't loyal. And don't be like, if you're a dude and, and you're a good dude, 
don't be entertaining anything less than you deserve. A lot of times I, I forget my worth and stuff. And if you're a good dude, just stand on that. Be good with being yourself and being with yourself and being alone because at the end of the day, that's, that's who you can count on. And that's what you got. Um, for all of y'all that are in love, I love that for you guys, but I genuinely do feel like there's, um, there's a lot of dudes out here that may never get a chance because of things like OnlyFans and social media and whatever. And like, there's a lot of good dudes out there. Don't forget that you are worthy and that you have value and that you don't need, um, you don't need whack ass chicks to, to feel validated. Just validate yourself, you know? Um, there's really nothing that they could do for you. So don't forget that the right chick will come along and y'all will enhance each other's life. It sounds, it sounds fucked up, but a lot of times I'm like, what can you do for me? You know, like I have a hobby. I have hobbies. I like to create. I'm a creative person. I have a good job. I own a home. I have good family. I have good friends. I'm solid. You know, I could add to your life. You could share in that home with me that I own. You could share in my hobbies. I've got a, a, a quality career. And not a lot of people could say that, you know? So if that's you out there, if you could say that about yourself, you should be proud of yourself. And start giving yourself the love that you try to give others. And just cut people off. Ain't no sense in bleeding it out. You know, I keep failing over and over. I keep failing the same lessons. I've said this before. I fail the same lessons all the time. But I'm going to get it right eventually. I'm going to learn, I'm gonna move on, I'm going to grow, and, and I'll be better. But that's it for me. I hope you all are doing well. Um, and I'll talk to you guys later. All right, bye.